Victory 91.5. Katie Hurst, nothing to hide. Good morning. We, we knew this moment was coming, uh, but it happened really fast. The it last seems one. Like, <laughs> it seems like uh, a minute ago that it was 7 o'clock and we began this walk through Rosh Hashanah. The Feast of Trumpets, Ray Haynes coming in to teach on this feast today on a very special Rosh Hashanah. But as we wrap this up, I think the the most eye-opening thing is we had our eyes opened. Mm, that's a good thing. To, mm-hmm. to so many things this morning. So if you really want to have your eyes open and you really want to dig into what Scripture says, go to victory.radio and click on blog at the top of the page or just go to the Risenstein Facebook page and click on the link there. The final part as we go into the new year. So 5779 is brand new, but, you know, sometimes we get stuck. And, you know, I'm a big fan of history, so I threw in an old quote from the days of uh, the revolution in France after Napoleon abdicated the throne. It was said of the Bourbon monarchy, that was that time period, the Bourbon monarchy, they had learned nothing and forgotten nothing. <laughs> I just I just love that as a quote. He learned nothing and forgotten nothing, which is just a very poetic way of saying they couldn't change. They had no ability to change. And what happened is that others ended up creating a new reality for that country of France, which happened to be a Robespierre. It's a horrible, terrible time in France. But it's because people couldn't change. Change. They were just stuck. They had what they had, and they just couldn't take the next step. So, They were afraid, more afraid of the unknown than full of faith for what God had for them. And he had great things. It was This is right after the American Revolution. I mean, look at the two comparisons there. One followed God into all, where we are now, and one followed just a horrible, destructive murder, death. It's just terrible. Yeah. And see, this is this is this whole thing about, you know, this year's Tove, you know, it's what, where it's going to. So I wanted to kind of throw that out to you because change is just so important. How to change is built into this feast. And I just kind of laid out Psalm 51 here. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. It's about God when you want to change. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, my sin always before me against you. You only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak, blameless when you judge Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. He has to create something and renew something. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. So he realizes there's another side to this Mm -hmm. if he doesn't change. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. It's not just, I got to do the right thing. Restore to me the joy. Mm -hmm. Make this joyful. Uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. You see, he didn't just want to fix something. He said, listen, I I get that this goes with more than that. I'm going to take this. I'm going to impact the world. Make me new. And that's what God did for him. Now, another scripture I think is very, very core for this in the end times is Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, thick darkness over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. 
So one day when that trumpet sounds, the darkness will descend, and it will be our time to shine. Why the yearly trumpet blast? So we continue to ask ourselves, are we still virgins? Does he alone have her heart? Do we have sufficient oil? There's a pretty profound story in Matthew 25. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps, went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise, five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps, took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept, and at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out and meet him. It's another word for repent. Then all those virgins arose, trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell, buy for yourselves. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came. Those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Wow. Now, that's a terrifying scripture for those who say, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Right. Because, well... You're, you're counting, I'm a, I'm a virgin, I'm, I'm after God. But see, yeah, it doesn't always end well. It's tov. That's why this holiday is, is a little challenging. Oil causes the lamps to light up. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit illuminating the Word of God. The question, is it guiding our paths, our decisions, and dreams? What's the extra oil about? Now, I believe it, it probably represents a number of things, but I think it represents humility. They saw their condition rightly. They knew they would run down and burn out. The oil in our lamps lights up the lamp for all to see. So it's our witness, right? The oil reserved in the jar is not for sharing. It's for us. It's not selfish. It's humility. The older I get, and I mean it, the more burned out I get, the harder my heart gets, stiffer my neck gets. This oil is a desperate thing for me. And, you know, in my case, just because you see me shining my light doesn't mean I'm okay or anybody else. It's a wise man or woman who sees himself rightly. When the world gets dark and people become cruel, we don't want to get offended. And that just, like, takes that long. We need to have extra oil. Mm. Are our lives overloaded, causing us to neglect our intimacy with God? In other words, are we ignoring or disregarding our oil reserves? All 10 lights required more oil. Boy, that just ought to be a t-shirt. That's a prophetic warning from Jesus. Just like you warned Peter right before he betrayed him. All 10 lights required more oil. You're not good. You're not. We must prepare for our failure. No one can spend time with the Holy Spirit for us. No one else can pray in our tongue. No one else can do that. We have to draw near to God and stay there. And uh, that's just a couple of the thoughts. There's a whole lot more, but obviously that's, that's what we have time for today. And so you're going to see on the blog four different seg segments, four different pictures for each of those areas, from prophecy to the stars, the gospel and the stars, and then on to the Magi and the birth, and then finally this traditions and end times. And uh, it's all posted up there. And tomorrow, because today is obviously we're not supposed to work, so we are going to leave. And then we'll do the work part of it uh, tomorrow. You know what struck me? Hmm. The the oil that is coming out of that Bible in Dalton. Yeah. And you know, Jer cool. Jerry was at the North Georgia Revival at Christ Fellowship a couple of weeks ago and gave 
Christian and Joe Lee part some of the oil, and then Joe came in on Thursday and gave us some of the oil, and Sweet. and we gave some of the oil to our pastor as he was preaching on Samuel anointing David this week. Mm-hmm. Wow! And you know, thinking about what you just said, the oil in our lamps lights up the lamp for all to see. It is our witness. And then going to the miracle of oil you know, from from Hanukkah, the festival of lights. Sure. You know, is God just saying in Dalton, I got all the oil you need. Mm. Light it up. No shortage. Mm. Mm. And it's in the word. It comes, mm-hmm. yeah. it's pouring out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Had a specific verse. <laughs> yeah. Mind-blowing. It is. Absolutely. Ray, thank you. Uh, a pleasure. So much yeah. uh, went into this. Months and months of of study and preparation. And uh, what a blessing it is for us. And uh, and we know that it is a blessing for people listening to hear as you walk through the uh, teaching of the feasts. Thank you so much. And, and Christian, thank you for being here and uh, just being a, a friend to all of us. It's Risenstein. It's Victory 91.5. Keith is coming up next. And we'll... Uh, We'll have final totals and a recap tomorrow morning. <laughs> but you can find all of these teachings at victory.radio. Just click on blog at the top of the website or click on the link at the Risenstein Facebook page. And all of the audio portion of today will be posted on that blog tomorrow.